This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello and welcome to Trashy Divorces, everybody's favorite good podcast about bad relationships. My name is Stacy. Hey friends, Alicia here. Thank you for joining us for today's tale of marital misadventure. Top billing today, Morgan Freeman. I love Morgan Freeman. You might not after this story. Oh no. I'll let you know when the point is to disembark this ride. If you continue to want to love Morgan Freeman, Mm. allegedly. But I have to sit in anyway. (laughs) Yep. Morgan, distinguished actor and director and producer, and for our purposes here on Trashy Divorces, he's got two of them. Excellent. But there's a whole lot of other scandal, alleged and otherwise, along the way. Before we dip into this long and winding road of a Morgan Freeman tale, let's take a quick peek, Stacey, into this magic mirror There are so many good folks in the world that need, deserve, (laughs) and should get a shout out from TDHQ this week. Thank you so much to all the latest folks who have joined us over at patreon.com slash trashy divorces for early ad-free episodes, bonuses, etc., etc. Catherine M., Lucy H., Erica D., and Stephanie A. Holy cats, if you're the Stephanie A., I think you are. I need to hear from you this week. Thanks again, all Patreon folks, new and sustaining. Y'all are the ones that make the magic happen around here. I do want to send a whole big shout out of trashy love to our girl Nancy. Get well soon, darling. Want to give a little bit of another little Valentine to our mystery caller yesterday with the nicest message. Yep. I wish you had left your name so we could thank you. For that tender message of love, we're sending it right back to you. Trashy mystery caller, thank you. And one last name I see. Last but not least, Emily. Happy birthday to you, and thank you for being our very first cameo video. Breaking into new territory this Aquarius season. We are wishing Emily and all of our Aquarius babies the happiest and trashiest of birthday months. Thanks, everybody. Stacy. I think we have no other choice but to, allegedly. (laughs) Go, go, go. So, Alicia, are you really going to disabuse me of my love for Morgan Freeman? Not until the last section of this story. Let's go ahead and dip into it. As many of us know, Morgan Freeman is one of the most well-known and influential Mm -hmm. movie stars alive today. Absolutely. His commanding, deep yet soothing voice is instantly recognizable to millions of people. And his calm and dignified demeanor and incredible talent has made him a highly respected and celebrated actor. Morgan Freeman has been in over, want to guess, 100 Mm. films I believe it. He is just so exceptionally good on screen. Such a such a fine actor. Over a hundred movies. 
Some of the most notable, Shawshank Redemption, Million mm-hmm. Dollar Baby, Driving Miss Daisy, Seven, Bruce Almighty, Red, The Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. But again, many, many, many more. More recently, Morgan has found a niche as the host and narrator of the National Geographic Channel's documentary series titled The Story of God in 2016, which explored culture and world religions and their different beliefs about a higher power. I think he's done a nature series with uh, Netflix more recently, too. I mean, would, wouldn't you hire him for voice work? Uh, yeah. <laughs> if I could afford him right, for voice right. work. Okay, next up was the story of us that happened in 2017, exploring the fundamental human experience and struggles. But hey, Morgan Freeman, he's more than just a prolific and respected actor. He's also been on the other side of the camera, directing and producing roles. Also, he's heavily involved in environmental and political issues, as well as philanthropy. All of this is great. In 2008, Morgan Freeman was awarded with the Kennedy Center Honors. 2011, he was given the American Film Institute Lifetime Achievement Award. In 2012, he received the Cecil B. DeMille Award. In 2018, the Screen Actors Guild presented him with their Lifetime Achievement Award. Lauded. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Acclaimed. But, dot, dot, dot. (laughs) The ellipses of trashy divorces. Mm. The 86-year-old has certainly not gone through life unscathed. His personal life has been a slight bit messier than his career. And although... Morgan Freeman has managed to keep his scandals mostly out of the spotlight. He's definitely been involved in a few. In addition to some shocking allegations and tragic situations, Morgan Freeman has had two very trashy divorces and some other trashiness along the way. All right, let's get into it. Morgan Freeman was born on June the 1st, 1937, Gemini in Memphis, Tennessee. Morgan's daddy was a barber, his mama was a teacher. Youngest of five kids, Morgan is raised mostly in Mississippi. As is (laughs) common for people who end up as actors, we've seen this a lot in our Trashy Divorces ride, what did Morgan do to escape as a child? Head to the movies. You got it. He would scrape together whatever money he could to pay for a ticket. Get that nickel or whatever it was. His favorite actors were Gary Cooper, Spencer Tracy, and Sidney Poitier. Morgan knows he wants to be an actor, just from a young age. The the bug is bit. (laughs) He joins the drama club in junior high. He even wins a drama competition when he's like 12 years old. Super talented. After graduating from high school, Morgan joins the Air Force with a new dream. He's going to become a fighter pilot. He had always, I mean, come on, if you grew up in the movies in that time, you're watching all of these, sure, right, wartime, heroic sort of movies. Of course you'd want to be a fighter pilot. Sure. I'm wondering if that was even possible, like how segregated the military was at the time. I do not have that information, but I do know that Morgan goes to the Air Force to become a fighter pilot. Mm Mm-hmm. He'd always loved the idea of flying. He was inspired by stories of those fighter pilots during World War I. And this isn't an easy decision for him. This is kind of a struggle. 
because he loves acting, and he was offered a drama scholarship from Jackson State University. Hmm. But Morgan knows that joining the military is the quickest and most guaranteed way out of Mississippi. So, real struggle. What does he do? He joins the Air Force. But it wasn't too long before Morgan Freeman realized that life was not nearly as exciting as he thought it was going to be in the military. Yeah, growing up on those wartime movies, and then you end up, like, actually in the service. (laughs) Well, yeah, instead of being on fast track to fighter pilot status, Morgan is instead trained as an airplane mechanic and Mm. radar technician. Mm. So he sees the reality of the situation, and when he does that, he kind of is like, I don't really want to shoot anybody else down out of the sky. Hmm. So, in 1959... Maybe not, yeah, maybe not, like, a great fit for the military. Maybe didn't align on the ABFAB, what do they call the military test you take? I think it's the ASFAB, yeah. There you go. So, four years later, he joins in 55. In 1959, Morgan leaves the Air Force to return to acting. But he doesn't go to Jackson State University. He goes to Hollywood. He's going to try his luck. He does not find immediate success, but he takes some acting classes and goes to a lot of auditions, which gets Morgan some small parts. Now, Mississippi boy. I was going to ask, he's got to have an accent, right? Oh, yeah. He gets to Hollywood and his Southern is strong, as they say. Country. And it was through those acting lessons that Morgan learns to polish and deepen his now iconic mm-hmm. voice. That's Dude. so interesting. Mm-hmm. His first big break, 1967. Listen to this for your first big break. He's going to make his Broadway debut as Rudolph in Hello, Dolly. Wow. Uh-huh. Opposite Pearl Bailey and Cab Calloway. Wow. Isn't that amazing? 1971. This is where I know Morgan Freeman from. I will date myself. Morgan Freeman becomes one of the original cast members on The Electric Company. Oh, right. Oh, right. That was, wow, yeah. Along with Rita Moreno. Uh Uh Uh-huh. Some of Morgan's recurring roles on The Electric Company, like, this is my childhood. I'm getting little chills. (laughs) Easy Reader. I don't know if you Uh remember Easy Reader. Count Dracula, Marcello, and Mel Mounds. Morgan remains on the show from 71 to 77. He appears in 780 episodes. Steady paycheck. Steady paycheck. Kids programming. Yeah. You mean a lot to the kids of my generation. Electric company. One, two, three, four, five. God, I can't can't even. Okay. (laughs) But here's the thing. Morgan, it would still be several years before he would become the movie star We are here for the Trashy Divorces. We're going to get to his wives in the next section of the story. But let's talk about he, how, let's talk about how Morgan Freeman actually fathered two children before he got married for the first time. I mean, these things happen. They happen. In 2012, there's an Esquire interview. Morgan opens up about the man he decided to become and how he was influenced not to be like his own father. He will tell an interviewer that his estate in Mississippi now includes land that his father had bought. And then he corrects himself slightly. I say my father, but I mean my stepfather. He was a gambler, a hustler. I liked him a lot. Everybody liked him. He was a very charismatic man, a capable man, 
whereas my biological father was one of the most incapable people you'd ever want to meet. Not a person I ever liked or wanted to be like. I did not want to grow up to be like him. I had to fight not to. Hmm. But before Morgan won that fight, he had two children with two different women. In 1959, his son Alfonso was born, but Freeman left town before he was born. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) Yikes. Alfonso, Mm -hmm. his son, tells USA Today in 2007, I grew up watching the electric company and Easy Reader. I had no idea that was my dad. Oh, wow. Can you imagine? Easy Reader's on. I love Easy Reader. How just incomprehensible is that? Yeah. I mean, clearly he found out later. (laughs) The very next year, after Alfonso was born, Morgan Freeman had a second son, Mm. Seyfoulet, in 1960. Morgan was also not involved in his childhood. Wow. Freeman tells Esquire, Alfonso, my firstborn, he came out of a situation where I met this woman who had three kids of her own, started fooling around, and she said, I'm pregnant, so I left town. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So we didn't hook up until he was 19 years old. Wow. Immediately after that, I left town. I went to New York, and I ran into another situation, another kid, and I left town again. Okay. (laughs) Eventually, I'm married, so I have a stepdaughter, whom I adopted just as soon as I could. There was some sort of legislative action at the time that stood in the way of adopting a girl. I don't remember. And the lady I first married, we had a daughter, and that's family. I guess you could call it dysfunctional. I don't know. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. Morgan has accepted his prior actions, though, and doesn't seem ashamed of them, nor does he apologize for them. He'll tell Esquire, he'll go on, that he is happy with how things are in his life now and the place that he's built. Alfonso, first son, also made peace with his father's absence as well. He will tell USA Today in that article about learning who his father was when he was 19, but not actually meeting him for the first time until he was 21. When knock, 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 Morgan Freeman shows up at his door. Wow. Alfonso says, I opened it and there's Morgan Freeman. At first, you get all those emotions, the anger, wondering why he wasn't there. But then all you can do is hug. I mean, he's my dad. Hmm. Hmm. It's a great time. Two kids, no wives yet. Let's take a quick break. (laughs) When we return, we will get back to the wives of Mm. Morgan Freeman. We'll see you on the flip. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. 
Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All right. So Morgan Freeman was busy as a young man before he kind of settled down. That's a nice way to put it. He was busy. Okay. Very, very busy. Gemini's. Mm. Gemini's always doing something. Feel seen. <laughs> Morgan will marry. His first marriage occurs October 22nd, 1967 to Jeanette Adair Bradshaw. During their marriage, Morgan and Jeanette would welcome a daughter together who they named Morgana. The marriage soon begins to deteriorate, largely due to Morgan's issues with misuse of alcohol. While working on the electric company, Morgan Freeman becomes an alcoholic. He will say that, quote, martinis turned into scotch and whiskey, unquote, which led him going through, quote, a few quarts of whiskey every week, unquote, and eventually led him to blacking out often from drinking so mm. much. Not feeling challenged by children's television, maybe? I mean, you meant a lot to us, Morgan Freeman, mm. but, you know, maybe not the acting you wanted to do. In addition to the excessive drinking, it is rumored that Morgan Freeman had several affairs during this first marriage, but this has never been confirmed by Morgan Freeman or his first wife, Jeanette Bradshaw, the two actually stay together for, well, on paper anyway, 13 years. They divorced in November 1979. Okay. So long time on paper doesn't sound like it was 13 years of bliss. Of bliss, sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we've taken Morgan through not an Air Force pilot, <laughs> electric company, His first major role, like, let's talk about him becoming a movie star. First major role was in 1987, Street Smart with Christopher Reeve. Not a bad breakout movie. Does this make him, like, 50 years old? Yes. Wow. Hey, you are never too young to succeed. Too old? You are never too old to succeed. That's amazing. I mean... There's no time limit on what this life has to offer. Go take it. Yeah. Yeah. Breakout role at the tender age of 50. 50. With Christopher Reeve. Yeah. In that role, Morgan Freeman was nominated for an Academy Award and a Golden Globe for Best Supporting Actor. Wow. Although the film was a critical success, at the box office, it was kind of a commercial failure, but Morgan Freeman would later say that Street Smart was his breakthrough role, and yes... 50 years old. Yeah. Never too late. All the doors opened. All the doors did open because after Street Smart, Mm -hmm. whoa, Morgan Freeman's movie career takes off. In 1988, he was in Clean and Sober with Michael Keaton. But the following year, 1989, is really when Morgan Freeman (laughs) has an incredible year. Three films, Glory, Driving Miss Daisy, Mm -hmm. and Lean on Me. Forgot about that one. Yeah, Driving Miss Daisy was, uh, it was just, it was such a huge movie. So this is late 80s, right? Morgan Freeman is breaking out. But alas, Morgan Freeman, there's always love along the way, (laughs) did marry again for the second time, June 16th, 1984. So mid-80s, before his movie star breakout success. This time, Morgan's bride was costume designer Myrna Colley Lee. The couple will not have any children together, but 
Myrna develops some very strong relationships with Morgan's children. Eventually, they would adopt Morgan's step-granddaughter, Adina Hines. Adina is the daughter of Dina, his first wife's daughter that oh, right. he adopted. He had adopted. Okay. There's a lot to keep together here, mm-hmm. but I want to make sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, so it sounds like wife number two is sort of glue that is is bringing, you know, his disparate family, you know, together. Absolutely. Myrna's the glue. The marriage of these two, Morgan and Myrna, lasts for 24 years. Wow. It seems like, seemed... Past tense. Uh, yeah. Like they may be one of those rare Hollywood couples that the shine is on and, and they just last and last and last, mm-hmm. but it didn't. But that was not to be born. Mm-hmm. Uh, it shocked many folks when it was announced in 2008 that Morgan and Myrna were getting a divorce. There's a whole lot more to that story. And what would come after his divorce from Myrna Colley Lee would have Morgan Freeman's fans even more shocked. But to get to the story of divorce number two, we first have to talk about the car accident. I feel like I clocked none of this in my pre-trashy divorces years. Same. I don't know what I was doing in 2008, but I missed this blip. So let me unpack it if y'all missed it too. Morgan Freeman's in a bad car accident in August 2008. And just a few days after the accident, Morgan Freeman's lawyer tells reporters that Freeman and Myrna were getting a divorce. To many people, that timing seemed like a little bit too much of a coincidence. Yeah. And felt the divorce was a result of the car accident and what perhaps it revealed. Oh, Freeman's lawyer tells Access Hollywood that Freeman and Kali Lee, quote, are involved in a divorce action and for legal and practical purposes have been separated since December of 2007. Hmm. So take out your trashy archaeological tools here, friends. Let's talk about this August 2008 car accident. When Morgan Freeman was in a very, very serious car accident near Charleston, Mississippi, On his way home from a night out, Morgan Freeman was driving when he lost control of his vehicle and it flipped several times, requiring the jaws of life to free him and his passenger from the car. Was his passenger a lady? According to to Reuters, (laughs) according to Reuters, He had, quote, a broken arm, a broken elbow, and minor shoulder damage, unquote, in addition to nerve damage in his left hand. Hmm. But there was more. Freeman's passenger was Damaris Meyer. Meyer suffered a, quote, broken left wrist and right scapula, a torn labrum in her right shoulder, and numerous bruises and lacerations, unquote. I heard the word her. Damaris Meyer herself did hire an attorney. Mm-hmm. Her name is Gloria Allred. Oh, my God. <laughs> Not just any attorney. In February 2009, Damaris Meyer filed a federal lawsuit against Morgan Freeman, claiming he had been drinking and was negligent the night of the car accident. The lawsuit 
was suing for medical expenses, pain and suffering, permanent disability, and property damage. Damaris Meyer also complained that she had been wrongly, quote-unquote, labeled as the other woman after the accident. Okay, so fans really did link the car accident and the divorce filing. Oh, yeah. It's only, she doesn't say that, right, she's mad. Meyer has complained because she's been wrongly labeled Mm -hmm. as the other woman, but she also says after the accident, she was, quote unquote, accused of having caused the breakup of Mr. Freeman's marriage, unquote, because there was the accident and then there was the announcement and she's like, whoa. (laughs) Yeah. Not me. Not Not me. me. (laughs) Meyer claims she had not been the, quote unquote, other woman. And that Morgan Freeman had just offered to let her stay the night at his house after they attended a party together so she could, quote unquote, have an easier drive to work the next morning. Regarding being labeled the other woman, Damaris Meyer said, nothing could be further from the truth. I had hoped and prayed that Mr. Freeman or his representatives would have set the record straight and cleared my name, but they have not done so. And that is why I have chosen to come forward and tell the truth about our relationship. What a weird turn of events. Okay. So it November 2009, so a year and a few months after the accident, the parties did settle the lawsuit with the terms of the settlement never being released. The only statement Morgan Freeman's attorney made was to say that, quote unquote, We are glad it's over with. (laughs) Gloria Allred was equally tight-lipped about the settlement, and she said only that, quote, Ms. Meyer is pleased that the matter is resolved and the case is settled, unquote. Okay, so poor Myrna, Kali Lee, wife number two. Oh, sure, yes. So when the details of his car accident were revealed, rumors of the alleged affair and and other infidelities came out as well. So Morgan and Myrna managed to keep the details fairly private, although more would come out about Morgan Freeman after the divorce that would leave many folks stunned. Their divorce, Myrna and Morgan, it was filed under seal, finalized in September 2010, with Freeman's attorneys telling the Associated Press, that the terms of the divorce were also sealed. Freeman's attorney said, quote unquote, it was done without a trial. Everybody's glad it's over. A lot of that. (laughs) (laughs) But it didn't have to be public for the whole world to know that a significant amount of money was at stake. I bet. The marriage was not only a long one, almost 25 years. But but it was during his peak earning years. It spans Morgan's most successful years. So... Some speculated that Myrna's divorce settlement was an astonishing $400 million. Wow. That number has never been confirmed. Uh, sure, just cool half bill. <laughs> Most divorce law experts agree the likely settlement amount. I mean, I, like when we're working with this much in the million Yeah, right. Range, it's, yeah. Uh, divorce experts were probably like, mm, it was probably between 170 and $200 million. Wow, Morgan Freeman just penny-pinching your ex there. 200 million. 200 million. How will I survive? Whatever the real number is in between all the millions, after nearly 25 years of marriage, it seems that 
Myrna probably earned her settlement fair and square. Now, you would think after this, maybe. <laughs> I, I always screw myself up when I start a sentence with, you would think. Mm-hmm, okay. But you would think after this car accident and second divorce all happening at the same time, that Morgan Freeman maybe would be more interested in laying low, not drawing any more press attention, any more publicity. But it would not be long before stories of his personal life would get even more scandalous and far more tragic. If you were here for the Trashy Divorces bit, friends, uh-huh. thank you for joining us. <laughs> we can't it. wait to see you Wednesday. This is definitely time to exit out. We are going to come back after the break and talk about some of these scandalous accusations involving his granddaughter and later her tragic murder. Oh, wow. Yeah, everything's about to get a little murky. Back in a moment. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Alicia, did you say murder? Yeah, tragic murder. Lots of scandal here. This is all a little, it's all a little icky. Remember when Morgan Freeman adopted his first wife's daughter, Mm -hmm. Dina? Sure. And it was complicated because there was some legislation or something. This tragic story is about Dina's daughter, Adina. This was not Morgan Freeman's biological granddaughter, technically, Adina is his step-granddaughter and granddaughter through adoption. Okay. To make matters just a little bit more complicated, Adina also became Morgan Freeman's adopted daughter when he and his second wife, Myrna, adopted Adina and raised her from her early teens on. Okay, so Morgan Freeman adopted... His granddaughter. But he adopted... He's adopted two generations of women at this point. Correct. Okay. Correct. Okay. In 2012, the National Enquirer reported that a source had told them, quote, Myrna said Adina told her that when she was a teenager, she and Morgan went to dinner at a friend's house one evening. Both had been drinking, and when they returned home, Morgan attempted to have sex with her. Oh, wow. They stopped just short of having intercourse. Nobody thought anything of it because she would be introduced as his granddaughter. It's not technically incest because they are not related by blood, but Morgan is trying desperately to keep his divorce out of open court so all these shameful facts won't become public. Unquote. Wow. They claimed that a second source expanded on the story saying, quote unquote, Morgan has led her, that would be Adina, 
to believe that he wants to marry her, unquote. A third source... My face is making shapes now, okay. ...adds in, the third source said, quote-unquote, becoming Mrs. Morgan Freeman has been Adina's goal. Was there any pushback on these? Both parties naturally deny the rumors. Okay. According to TMZ, Morgan Freeman said in a statement... The recent reports of any pending marriage or romantic relationship of me to anyone are defamatory fabrications from the tabloid media designed to sell papers. What is even more alarming is that these fabrications are now being picked up by the legitimate press as well, unquote. Adina Hines also released a statement which said, These stories about me and my grandfather are not only untrue, they are also hurtful to me and my family. Fair enough. National Enquirer. Great. Right. You know, what you see is what you get. We kind of know what we're working with. That's fine. But, but those rumors are going to come up again after Adina is tragically murdered. Well, this is terrible. Terrible. Adina had always been really close to Morgan and also Myrna, her adoptive mother grandmother it's a lot yeah so adina would often go with her step grandfather on red carpets or to other events adina was an aspiring actress who had listen to this completed her master's degree in 2011 from new york university's tisch school of the arts wow talented Mm -hmm. talented girl she had gotten some small parts and shows and films in fact she had just completed shooting a film called landing up just days before she was brutally murdered. The 33-year-old Adina was living in New York City with her boyfriend. His name is Lamar Davenport. On August 16th, 2015, Lamar Davenport stabbed Adina to death on a sidewalk in front of their apartment. What? Oh, my God. It's terrible. Witnesses said that Lamar Davenport was yelling things that sounded like an exorcism. One witness was quoted as saying he was yelling things about releasing the devil out of her. And then he pulled out a knife. Yeah, that's not how you release the... Okay. Another witness said they heard Davenport yelling, Get out, devils, I cast you out, devils, in the name of Jesus Christ, I cast you out. You don't do that with a knife, bro. Another witness told the police he was kneeling over her and screaming about, God. God has arisen. He was totally off the ranch. There is yet another witness who confirms the other statements, but added that Davenport also said, Release the demons. I love you. I've always loved you. God would want this. What? Okay, well, this is terrible. To quote my man, John Prine, Jesus don't like killing mm. no matter what the reason for. Lamar, this is terrible. It's terrible. Lamar Davenport, naturally, was taken in for a psychiatric evaluation. The murder took place when he was in what is described as a drug-induced psychosis. At his trial, the drugs were described as, quote-unquote, potent hallucinogens, and he claimed to have been convinced that Hines was inhabited by a demon. The defense team brought up a medical expert, quote-unquote, who testified that Davenport 
lacked substantial capacity to appreciate the wrongfulness of his actions and know the nature and consequences of his conduct. Obviously, naturally, Adina Heinz's murder was incredibly tragic. Yeah. But it also brought up some of the previous rumors about Morgan Freeman and his relationship with her when Lamar Davenport testifies in his court trial that Morgan Freeman had had, quote-unquote, an inappropriate sexual relationship with Hines. But how is that relevant to his killing her? I do not have the court transcripts. Yeah, I'm just... I do not know. Yeah. But this is his defense. Lamar Davenport claims in open court that Hines directly told him that the two, Freeman and Hines, had a sexual relationship. This in open court is the first time the claim had been made outside of just gossip and speculation and National Enquirer. Yeah. Most of the news sources, right, that had posted this were considered to be questionable. Mm -hmm. But no one ever talked about the claim. It was completely unacknowledged by the prosecution team, the mainstream media, and the Morgan Freeman family. The only statement Morgan Freeman makes at the time, he says, The world will never know her artistry and talent and how much she had to offer. Her friends and family were fortunate enough to have known what she meant as a person. Her star will continue to shine bright in our hearts, thoughts, and prayers. May she rest in peace. I want to acknowledge the tremendous outpouring of love and support my family has received regarding the tragic and senseless passing of my granddaughter, Adina Hines. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. I Tragic and senseless. Morgan Freeman, yeah. you said it. That's mm-hmm. it. Davenport is found guilty, naturally. I'm amazed this went to trial, even. I mean, it sounds like there were multiple witnesses. He did this in broad daylight on the street. like At his sentencing, it's not Lamar who's talking. It's Lamar Davenport's family, who is not quiet about all of their feelings on the subject. In January 2019, Lamar Davenport was sentenced to 20 years for the death of Adina Hines, and he apologized at the sentencing hearing, saying, I don't remember what happened. Davenport's mother screams in court that, in fact, it was Morgan Freeman's fault that Adina was dead because Morgan Freeman had sexually abused her when she was younger. Davenport's mother yells in court, Morgan Freeman molested her and he caused this. He did this. So it seems like there's a real lack of accountability on behalf of the Davenport family. I mean, like, yeah, like, obviously, if that is the case, that's terrible. And I'm just confused about how it relates to needing to murder her then. Like, that's not typically how we deal with survivors of... Sexual abuse. I wish that was the last bit of what I had to tell you. Oh, God. (laughs) Okay. Well, yeah, you're really puncturing my affection for the work of Morgan Freeman. Adina's murder, tragic, senseless. Uh And that is, I really wish, where we could exit out. But the rumors and allegations against Morgan Freeman didn't stop there. (laughs) Is he a Me Too 
the person. interesting part is even though the rumors, the allegations, the the brouhaha, uh, even people are talking about it, but it doesn't get a whole lot of press, even though the claims now become a little bit more credible. We're not working with the National Enquirer anymore. We're working with some more legitimate journalistic sources. In May of 2018, CNN reported that eight people were accusing Morgan Freeman of sexual harassment, unwanted touching, and other inappropriate behavior. These incidents allegedly happened on movie sets during interviews and to employees working at his production company, Revelations Entertainment. One Revelations Entertainment employee told CNN, quote, If I ever passed him, he would stare at me in an awkward way, would look me up and down, sometimes stopping and just staring. One time he stopped, looked me up and down as I walked into a room of people and everyone burst out laughing. I literally froze, feeling very uncomfortable, and one of those people in the office said, Don't worry, that's just Morgan. That sort of interaction was when I stopped wearing a skirt around the office when he was there. I can't say it was an accident that I'd be wearing a potato sack and a ponytail on certain days when he was there and do my best to avoid him when he was in the office, unquote. A production assistant on the set of the comedy Going in Style said that she experienced months of harassment from Morgan Freeman, including comments and inappropriate touching. She claims that on one occasion, Freeman, quote, kept trying to lift up my skirt and asking if I was wearing underwear. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's not some sort of misinterpretation of like a pat on the shoulder. I mean, anybody's commando or not status is none of (sighs) it's the emergency room doctor's business. That's the only person in the world that needs that. Piece of information. Alan Arkin, a co-star on that film, told Freeman to stop. The production assistant said that when that happened, quote, Morgan got freaked out and didn't know what to say, unquote. Chloe Milas, a reporter for CNN, was also subjected to unwanted comments from Freeman. She was pregnant at the time that she interviewed Morgan Freeman and... Chloe Malas said that Morgan Freeman, quote, looked her up and down and made several remarks along the lines of, boy, I wish I was there. You are ripe. Whoa. One of which was captured on video. Mm. Chloe Milas reported the incident to CNN, who then informed Warner Brothers, the studio who produced the movie that Milas was interviewing Freeman about, Warner Brothers later commented that they could not corroborate the account because only one comment was recorded, and other Warner Brothers employees said that they hadn't seen anything. These accounts, while we are here for a, just a, you know, an episode, these accounts do go on and on. Morgan Freeman, of course, denied all accusations, saying, quote, Anyone who has worked with me knows I am not someone who would intentionally offend or knowingly make anyone feel uneasy. I apologize to anyone who felt uncomfortable or disrespected. 
that was never my intent, unquote. A few days later, Morgan Freeman expands in a written statement. This statement reads as follows. I am devastated that 80 years of my life is at risk of being undermined in the blink of an eye by Thursday's media reports. All victims of assault and harassment deserve to be heard, and we need to listen to them. But it is not right to equate horrific incidents of sexual assault with misplaced compliments or humor. I admit that I am someone who feels the need to try to make women and men feel appreciated and at ease around me. As part of that, I would often try to joke with and compliment women in what I thought was a lighthearted and humorous way. Clearly, I was not always coming across the way I intended. And that is why I apologized Thursday and will continue to apologize to anyone I might have upset however unintentionally. I mean, I will say in the universe of statements after, you know, Me Too allegations, that's not terrible. We're not done. Oh, no. But I also want to be clear. I did not create unsafe work environments. I did not assault women. I did not offer employment or advancement in exchange for sex. Any suggestion that I did so is completely false. Okay. But Morgan wasn't done. Oh, no. Morgan Freeman gets a little angry, and his lawyer issues a statement demanding that CNN apologize and retract their allegations, claiming that Morgan Freeman had been quote-unquote unjustly attacked. It further said that CNN's reporting had quote, malicious intent, falsehoods, slight of hand, and absence of editorial control, and journalistic malpractice, unquote. Hmm. CNN responds with their own statement, quote, The unfounded accusations made by Mr. Freeman's lawyer are disappointing and are difficult to reconcile with Mr. Freeman's own public statements in the aftermath of the story. CNN stands by its reporting and will respond forcefully to any attempt by Mr. Freeman or his representatives to intimidate us from covering this important public issue, unquote. Interesting. Is that where it kind of, well, did he sue? mm -mm. Morgan Freeman wasn't formally charged on any of these allegations. And that's kind of like the, I mean, you still hear stuff about it. And again, alleged denial, denial, allege, allege. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. I can tell you that Visa chose to pull Morgan Freeman as their longtime spokesman after this, with Visa saying in a statement, We are aware of the allegations that have been made against Mr. Freeman. At this point, Visa will be suspending our marketing in which the actor is featured. And that, my (laughs) trashy darlings, are the two trashy divorces, few illegitimate kids, long and winding tale of Morgan Freeman. Yikes. I choose to focus on the fact that the man installed 26 beehives on his large spread in Mississippi when he learned about colony collapse disorder. Colony collapse disorder is a real thing. Mm-hmm. Man, that's rough. Save the bees. That's rough. I, I, yeah, I know. Allegations. That's, uh. Again, all sources can be found at TrashyDivorces.com. Mm-hmm. All of that is quoted. We've got all the articles We're not making any kind of statement one Mm -hmm. way or the other about here. We're just here to present 
what we find in our research. Mm -hmm. That's exactly it. Well, thanks. I hate it. (laughs) Well, that's a tale of Morgan Freeman, quite a ride through the decades. It seems like trash cans on this, Morgan Freeman would deny them all. So maybe they're all just alleged trash cans. Okay. I don't know. It's yeah. It's a tear. It's a. It just was a regular trashy divorce until it went really, really badly. Yeah. yeah. I mean that is that the murder is absolutely like terrible. I didn't see that one coming. Friends, thank you for joining us for, for this episode of for, Trashy Divorces, our little true crime podcast. Apparently, well, sometimes I mean. Good podcast about bad relationships. Yeah, the story's the story. Goes all over the place sometimes. If you are looking for more Trashy Divorces, patreon.com slash Trashy Divorces is the place to go to find out more. You can join free for a week. We got a dumpster dive coming up this week. I think a bonus divorce too. All kinds of good stuff that always is rolling over there. As always... You can find us on our other two totally free podcasts as well. Absolutely. On Thursdays, we release Trashy Royals. And currently, we're looking through the Mount Battens. Yes, those Mount Battens. Those. We have finished the first three children of Victoria and Louis, being Princess Alice, Princess Louise, and Prince George. And this week, we are rolling to Dickie and Edwina Mountbatten. And Mm. whoa, am I excited. Also, Done and Done is the other podcast we do. You have just a few more days to get in your listening about Truman Capote and his swans back from last year. You will find that on Done and Done under the title of Capote's Coterie. I think that's going to do it this week for us. Stacy. you're going to be back on Wednesday. Yep. With a tale maybe a little less trashy than that. Who knows? Less true crime. <laughs> Until then, friends, thank you again for tuning in, telling your friends about us, your kind reviews, your awesome emails and voicemails, too. Like, we just can't tell you how much we love you until we meet again. Keep your hands clean, friends. Keep those hearts trashy. Bye. Bye, y'all. And thanks to you for listening. Trashy Divorces is a Hemlock Creatives production created and produced right here in Atlanta, Georgia by us, Stacy and Alicia with a little research and writing help from the brilliant Melissa O. Our art is by Sydney V. Smith. That's Sydney V. Smith at carbonmade.com. And our music is used with permission of Ratsy. Check her out at Ratsy's store on Instagram. And definitely drop into Ratsy's store anytime you're in Oberlin, Ohio. You can contact us at trashydivorces at gmail.com or find us on the World Wide Web at trashydivorces.com. If you need more trash candy in your life, our Patreon community includes some of the very best humans around and thousands of hours of bonus content at every level of support. Join the fun at patreon.com slash trashydivorces. Interested in some Trashy Divorces swag? Check out our merch shop and Trash Panda Enthusiasm Society at bit.ly slash trashy gear. Want to advertise with us? Reach out to sales at advertisecast.com for more information. And last but not least, come play with us on social media. I keep most of our Trashy Divorces Instagram hopping. Stacy and I share it up over on Facebook, including our Trashy Divorces podcast discussion group. Come join us over there and thanks again, everybody, for listening. Keep it trashy, y'all.